Yo, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the True Blue Podcast. I am your host, Zachary Sucardi. You can find me on Instagram at True Blue Podcast. It's um, Wednesday night. No, no, no. Tuesday night. It's Tuesday night. The fuck, man? The fall, huh? Uh, happy to be here. A little tired, but we're going to get through this. We're going to rock and roll. Rock and or roll for those Simpsons fans out there. So just a little uh, rundown we're going to go through since we last spoke. Going to talk about self-care. Going to give you some questions to journal every morning. Five questions to journal every morning. And then music later from Homefront. So I was in Jersey. It was awesome. I saw my mom. I saw a bunch of friends. I went down to the shore and saw a fucking show. I went to New York City four times, saw Morrissey. I went to upstate New York, saw Hatebreed. It was great. It was fucking great. Great to see all my fucking friends. Great to eat so much pizza. To hang out with my mom. You know what I'm saying? Like just driving around and shit. Just fucking seeing friends and having great food. And the weather was oh, alright. It was very Jersey. It was fucking pouring rain. And then if it wasn't pouring rain, it was 80 fucking degrees. So very Jersey, very bipolar. Um, but a great, great trip. One for the books. Morrissey was excellent. It sounded great. The venue was beautiful. This venue looked like it was like, I swear, it was like I was in a time machine. I went back to 1900. I'll have to um, post some pictures. I did post some Morrissey videos, which you can see the venue. Um, it was cool, too. Before the show, Morrissey plays like all these different clips, usually music videos. And he played uh, Sinead O'Connor. And it was awesome because he plays the same clips every night. And every night, everyone sang along to Sinead O'Connor. And they were, like, cheering and shit. It was fucking awesome. It was kind of like, um, it gave me, not goosebumps, but it definitely gave me, like, the, I guess the chills, maybe. But it was it was a powerful moment. Like, people, like, so happy to see her. And just, what a beautiful woman, beautiful voice. It's just great. And Morrissey, again, he sounded amazing. He played really uh, a, a lot of uh, a pretty eclectic set list. He played, so he first two nights played the same set. Last two nights played the same set. Um, so they were they were different by a couple songs. And it was cool. You know what? I'm just, I've seen Morrissey almost 40 times, 37 times. And um, to hear his voice, to hear those set of songs, it's just such a treat. Really is. Like, I'm good at doing this, but especially like this, this last time, like I was there. I wasn't anywhere else. I wasn't in the future, in the past. I was present for all those shows, and it was just amazing. And one of the nights, so I went with friends every night, and then one night I uh, I went in by myself. My friend hooked me up with uh, better seats. He used to work there, which I didn't know, so he, he hooked me up with better seats. And then uh, I fucking, fucking, you know what I'm saying? I, I fucking got... I found a parking spot, which in New York City is like, it almost trumps the show. You find a good parking spot in New York City, you're fucking the cock of the walk, I tell you. You're feeling good. You're feeling fucking good. And I did. Fucking found a good parking spot. It was pretty smooth, which was awesome. Like, once you find a parking spot that you don't have to pay for in New York City, you feel like you could, like, conquer the world. Like, that fucking city is yours. I can't explain it unless you've experienced it. So if you've not experienced it, then, you know, just uh, trust me on this. Uh, so, yeah, I went down Jersey Shore and saw a show. It was pretty cool. This band, Stretch Armstrong, they sounded all right. You know, they were really big in the late, late 90s, or early 2000s. 
and they were just okay. The sound at this venue sucked, but it was a lot of fun, and I saw my friend Sean. Shout out to him. He fucking came through. It was fucking great. I love my friends and my family and shit. It's just great to see people. Um, I went through a bunch of old, like, fucking boxes that I had in my garage. I found a bunch of, like, old everything. Old tapes, CDs, fucking... Found a bunch of old, like, uh, letters, like, gifts, random things. I found uh, a bunch of books. I have this poetry book by Langston Hughes that my friend Tara gave to me. And she wrote me a very sweet, like, note and I was just so amazed at how, like, how well my books, like, how well they were kept out in our garage that doesn't have any, like, electricity. It really impressive. But, yeah, anyway, on this book, she wrote me, like, a little note. It was very sweet. Very sweet. And I suggest that anytime you, like, give someone something, write them a note. Especially, like, if you give them a book, write a fucking note in it. Write a little something to them. You know, and if you can sign it and date it, I'm telling you, it'll fucking go down in history. But it was very sweet. You know, you you like look at these things and you think about people who care about you and like take the time to express themselves. And I haven't talked to Tara in like 20 years. But just to see this book, see what she wrote is very sweet. And when you do stuff like that, like it's always there's always like a presence with it, you know? There's always like a life behind it. You know, even if you know, you don't talk to the person or they're not in your life or God forbid, you know, they've passed on. There's always like some sort of energy and some life behind that. You know, you see the person's handwriting, their choice of words, and then if they sign it or they date it or just write their name, it, it's just very powerful. And I went up to uh, Poughkeepsie, New York, to see Hatebreed, and they were awesome. This club was called The Chance. I went there like back in the late 90s and the early to mid-2000s. Saw a bunch of shows up there. And it was cool. It's kind of a shithole. It definitely was not kept. But uh, it was cool. It's cool to like see. And Hatebreed sounded awesome. It's cool. I got to see like a lot of, you know, seeing Stretch Armstrong. They're, they're a hardcore band. And then Morrissey and then seeing Hatebreed. It was just like a good mix of music. Um, and I was in New York City a lot. I mean, I saw Morrissey, but I went in with my friend John. We went record shopping. It's really cool. You may hear my dog snoring. It was cool. Like, sometimes my trips back home aren't so New York City-versed, but this one was. Um, and yeah, you know, the, the weather was crazy. Some days it was rainy. Some days it was fucking real nice. But people over places, people over places. You know, I, I wanted to go hiking, all this shit, right? But those fucking mountains ain't going nowhere. People are temporary. You want to enjoy them. And that's what I did. I enjoyed people. You know, and I still like went on a little hike. I went on this hike uh, along the Hudson. It was really fucking awesome. So beautiful. I'm telling you, New Jersey, New York, this time of year, you can't beat it. It's magical. Fucking magical. A uh, little tip here. And this ain't self care. This is just a little tip. If you have fucking luggage, put some fucking stickers on it. Right? When my luggage came out of the fucking, um, you know, the fucking luggage claim thing. I fucking forget what it's called. I knew right away that's my shit. People were fucking, I could hear them going, I don't know, is that mine? I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, you have black luggage. Oh, way to fucking differentiate. 
You got to squint and look and see if that's your shit. Fuck that. Put some stickers on that shit. Make it easy. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck? Golly. Anyway. That's it for my fucking ranting and raving. I'm kind of kind of tired, so kind of summing it up there. But it was a great trip. Really, really grateful. Got some New York time. Got some plenty of Jersey time. Even spent some time in Denver, which was great. So uh, let's get into the self-care tip. All right, so I got this tip off Instagram from Meditation Secrets, the most powerful morning habit. Okay, that's what it's called. Journaling. If you want to prime yourself for success each morning, answer these five questions. Question one, what am I grateful for? Hmm. What this does is it instantly shifts you into a more positive mindset. It's very true. When you are building gratitude, it, it rewires your brain. I've said that many times. Helps you show appreciation too. You know, for like what you have as opposed to what you don't have and what you want. You know, where you are and also who you love, you know. People in your life. It'll make you happier than you thought possible. Really will. On the reallys. Gratitude is fucking underrated. Question two. What is most what is my most important task today? Now what this does is it gives you clarity on your priorities for the day so you can really manage your day a lot smoother instead of just sort of being scrambled. Choose the most important needle-moving task of the day. If you only get one thing done today, it should be this. So high priority, high priority. Give clarity on your priorities today cuz you know, yeah some days, you know, it's a little bit more lax than others. Other days, you got to show up for some shit. So question two is, what is my most important task today? Question three, what story-worthy moment happened yesterday? Ooh, I like this one. See, what this does is it improves your memory and storytelling skills. Seriously, it does. It really fucking does, which is really cool. It's a great little, like, creative um, hack, dare I say it. And it goes on. It says, I love using this question as a way to reflect and create mental landmarks for each day. Possibly an interesting an interesting interaction, a great conversation, a funny moment. Keep it simple. I saw someone today at work, and I said, howdy doody, and she started cracking up. I don't know why. Probably the way I said it. And I was just walking, doing my thing. She said, what's up? I said, howdy doody. And she fucking started laughing. Fucking kind of made my day, but it was, you know, just a nice little moment. And I'm keeping it simple. Question four, how am I feeling right now? What this does is it builds your self-awareness. It's easy to go through life on autopilot. You know, you're just going through the motions. You know what I'm saying? And it goes on. It says, I love using this question to check in with myself and bring attention to any lingering problems or emotions that may need resolving. How am I feeling right now? Be honest. And lastly, it says, the question five is, what's working right now? What could be better? What this does is it keeps you on track with your goals and habits. Keeps you, holds you accountable. And it says here, I don't do this one every day, but it's always a part of my weekly check-in. This question allows you to correct course and keep your daily habits aligned with your goals. Again, the question is, what's working right now? What could be better? So the recap, question one, what am I grateful for? Two, what is my most important task today? 
Three, what story-worthy moment happened yesterday? Four, how am I feeling today? And five, what's working right now? What could be better? Seriously, just take a couple minutes. It doesn't have to be a paragraph. Write this shit down. And it's these kind of behaviors that really can make you fucking change and embrace life and really like savor the moment, savor this wonderful, beautiful life that we've been blessed with. I mean, really, right now I am podcasting. I have a candle. It's a fucking pumpkin creme brulee candle. Fucking smells amazing. Got my fucking Twilight Zone pajamas on. Got my Tupac t-shirt. My dog's behind me snoring up a storm. Got a roof over my head. Life's fucking good, man. Life is fucking good. All right, well, again, that's the self-care tip. We're talking five questions to journal each morning. Meditation secrets on Instagram. That's where I found it. All right, let's get into the true blue motherfucking playlist. All right, so when I was back in Jersey, I went to this record store called Sound Exchange. It was a great record store experience. I posted this on my Instagram at True Blue Podcast, but it was awesome. The guy owned who ran the store, really cool, really, um, really friendly guy, very easy to like talk to. And I was there with my little brother, looking at all kinds of shit: CDs, tapes, records, everything. There was even a, a poetry book by the owner uh, of the store, which is cool. I, I picked that up. So he's telling we were talking music, and he's telling me about this band, Homefront. Because I was saying how good High Viz is. High Viz is an excellent band from oh, excuse me, from England. Excuse me. So this band is Homefront. The song is called End Transmission. It's off of their album Games of Power. Came out this year, 2023. This band is from Edmonton, Canada. Oh, Canada. This band is 80s out of your fucking face. Great mix of 80s, like new wave, punk rock. And just like pop, it's fucking great. I wouldn't say so much pop. I don't know why I threw that in there. Let's just stick with New Wave and Punk Rock. Very fucking 80s. Very catchy. Most of the shit I talk about on this podcast is either going to be catchy, well, most likely catchy, and great lyrics. This is no exception. This is a good blend of what I would say is like New Order, Flock of Seagulls, and then The Clash. Great mix. Even though this band is from like... Uh, fucking England, or pardon me, from uh, Canada, you can hear an accent. And anytime you hear an accent in vocals, it's always pretty interesting. Uh, very progressive, new wave punk is how I would describe this. The song is End Transmission. The, um, the, like, the lyric, or I should say the like chorus hook is, it's hard to say goodbye. He goes, it's hard to say goodbye. Sounds so fucking good. I mean, this band is great. Great, great, great. And I'm so excited to be sharing it with you. And the song's called End Transmission. That's kind of poetic there, if you think about it. The lyric for the hook is, it's hard to say goodbye. The song's called End Transmission. I dig it. And this is a, I mean, the, the whole album's excellent. And they even have a fucking EP. And it's fucking great. There's a song on the EP called, uh, I think it's called Slice of Paradise or something like that. 
slice of paradise. Let me look that shit up right now. Let's see. Yeah, slice of paradise. Another great song. But I'm talking end transmission. The band is home front. Check this out. You will not regret it. You'll be like, damn, that that fucking dude Zach on the True Blue podcast. He knows his music. This fucking dude is not just giving me some bullshit. He's giving me some fucking fire, some real deal. You know what I'm saying? He's hooking it up. I mean, this is some good fucking shit. Okay? I wouldn't steer you wrong. I don't listen to bad music. I don't care what you say about Morrissey. <laughs> I don't listen to bad music. Life's too short to listen to bad music. Music is self-care. I mean, come on. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's it for the True Blue Podcast. This is Session 94. 1994. 1994. I'm your host, Zachary Sicardi. You can find me again on Instagram at True Blue Podcast. Music is self-care. Take care of yourselves. Love one another. Enjoy the moment. Life is good. Life is rich. God bless. See you next week. Peace.